0: This is Digital Breakthroughs, putting the spotlight on cutting-edge digital marketing strategies for your business with your host, CEO of industry-recognized digital marketing and social media agency, National Positions, Bernard May.
1: Today, I'm really excited to be joined by Mike Roberts. He's the founder and CEO of SpyFu. Mike's company, as the name implies, helps to spy on online competitors Mike's done an amazing job building an incredible company over the last couple of years, and he's helped thousands of companies to thrive and grow online. Mike, welcome to the show.
0: Oh, thanks so much for having me, I really appreciate it.
1: Great, well Mike, tell us a little bit about how you got into the digital marketing space and and maybe a little bit about uh, SpyFu and and how it helps uh, small businesses out there.
0: So I started out actually with another software company and this was back in, like, 2005, um, you know, and, and so Google AdWords and, and hadn't been around super long. Uh, and I was trying to learn how to, how to advertise, but the reality was is I only had, like, $3,000 in my bank account to spend on advertising. And so uh, otherwise, I would literally have to go back to work. So I had to be right in the bets that I made. And one of the ways, uh, one thing I wanted to do is, like, I figured something out, right? Just sort of, I happened to figure out that instead of searching for what I thought people were searching for, which was my product did this thing. that uh, took data off of a website and put it into a spreadsheet or database, kind of like scraping things out of eBay and putting it into a like Excel. Um, and so I called that because I was a nerd. I called that web data extraction. Well, it turns out that most people didn't search for web data extraction, they searched for like screen scraping the web or web scraping. And I had no idea. And I actually kind of thought that that was a stupid way (laughs) to to refer to it. And and so it was by happenstance that I figured that out. And uh, so I wanted to figure out whether or not any of my competitors had thought of any of those sort of consumer searches that I hadn't thought of. So that's why I built the prototype for SpyFu. It was basically just to help myself you know um, find find uh, find more keywords that people were searching on and uh, and it did absolutely work. It, it worked really well and it was uh, I was able to hire additional people. I went from basically you know about I don't know I'd say about thousand dollars a month in sales to like twelve thousand dollars a month in sales. And um, so it was a pretty big deal. And of course, I released that thing as a free tool online. Awesome. And so,
1: okay. So I understand that you can do keyword analysis uh, with SpyFu and these competitive intelligence tools. But what what can they really do for people? So, you know, if I am a small business owner, most of the most of our listeners are small business owners. um, And they they're just trying to get an edge. How how does competitive intelligence? What is what is competitive intelligence, and what can it do for someone Mm. who's uh, running a business online?
0: You know, it's funny because the first thing that you learn and that you should pay attention to is you know how you are communicating what you're doing. This is the very first sort of premise of of SEO. And in fact, if I go back to that story, the title, the name of my product back in that day was called providus right which seemed like a great name to me I was stoked to get the domain name it was a short domain name and you know it sounded good but <laughs> when i changed the name of the product from providus to web scraper plus like literally that was like the day like that 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 my, my sales tripled overnight and i was able to like hire uh, my first employee and uh, and so sort of, sort of that like um, very basic stuff. Like I was just t- talking to my seven-year-old son, who's like an aspiring YouTuber. I'm like, he's got this balloon popping video that he's got improperly named. And so I was like, check it out. Here's how you use SpyFu. You just go on here and you find the highest volume, uh, you know, the keyword that, that does what your video does and find the one that's got the highest volume and lowest competition. <laughs> he's seven, you know? And, uh, and so we renamed his uh, YouTube video. Um, I think like um, uh, water balloon popping slow motion or sl- slow motion water balloon popping, which is uh, actually something that people search on a lot.
1: That's that's pretty amazing. So, uh,
0: so yeah, uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No.
1: So I'm I'm interested to to understand. So you can obviously find keywords. It sounds like you can, you know, get intelligence on uh, on on what you know. Doesn't Google have a lot of those features? Like, why would you need? an application like this if you can kind of go into AdWords and you can you can kind of get keyword volumes also you can get keyword volumes on YouTube so you know I'm just wondering you know why an application like this is is necessary and what else oh, you could do
0: That's that's fair enough. Well okay so so um Google is a great company. Um Google's a great company actually. Um but but they're you know some the business of business. And, um, and they're in the business to make money. And so, so when you look at Google and you, uh, they, 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 have this tool called keyword planner and keyword planner is like, like the product that Google produces, the one that like lets you search the internet and stuff is amazing. It's so great. And so Google has these, uh, this ability to create really, really amazing products but the product that is Keyword Planner that's designed to give you information about keywords is like the worst possible thing in the entire world because it can be very misleading, it can be flatly wrong, like very often it is, and in a, a weirdly self-serving way. Um, as an example, if you were to look at like, I don't know, just like the basic word like car insurance or something, Google's gonna show you, by default, they're gonna tell you that that keyword gets a lot more searches then it really does, um, because what they are doing is they're taking all of the misspellings and plurals and different um, uh, tenses of that same word and rolling it all up into one, such that if you type in like a misspelling of YouTube, which is one of the most searched keywords in the world, YouTube is just a navigational search, you know, Um, but if you, if you, if the, the proper spelling of YouTube, you know, gets like, I don't know, hundreds of millions of searches. But if you type in like ue Y-O-U-I-T-U-B-E, that search, you know, they tell you that that search itself gets that same number of searches. So there's like this weird lack of granularity that they have because they roll a whole bunch of, could be thousands of keywords all into one keyword. So they don't tell you the truth on those things. And then the other weird thing is, is that Google, uh, the keyword planner tool, will only give you like search volume, like the number of searches in like weird increments. It's like 10, 20, 50, you know, 100. It turns out that to span all of the uh, values between zero and like, um, you know, 200 million searches, they only have, uh, I believe it's like 90, 93 discrete values. So. At some point you're making jumps in sort of in precision of like 50 million searches a month, you know, so it's um, uh, It's actually a pretty terrible tool. And it's really unfortunate because, you know, you'd think that they would just at some point be embarrassed enough to make it okay, but I think that there's some kind of incentive that they have to make it terrible. I really don't know why they have why it's such a horrible tool, but it it really is bad. Oh,
1: well, they obviously want you to look at keywords and think that uh, there are hundreds or hundreds of thousands of uh, searches and that you should bid on that. But I'm wondering how you know this is something I I I didn't divulge just in the beginning, but I've been using your tool for for many many years. Love it, and uh, but I, I wonder how do you come up with those numbers if uh, you know if Google's numbers are so out of whack and, and, and people are obviously searching on their on their search engine. So they should know the right numbers or, or close to the correct numbers. How, how can SpyFu figure this out if Google can't figure it out?
0: Yeah, so there's a bunch of ways. Um, and a lot of, you know, basically it's, you know, you take, get a, a sample of, of users and you uh, and you see what they search for and then you extrapolate it. It's very similar to how Google would do it if they were doing a good job but um uh but I mean, I guess the other thing that you have with with spyfu, of course, I mean um, you know, we sort of had this curse of knowledge, you and I um you know, having used the tool, and I you know made it right uh, that is that, of course, with keyword planner, you can't like type in your competitor's website and see the keywords that they buy and rank on, and that's obviously like the core um meat and potatoes of like spyfu's original value proposition is that you can download your competitor's keywords and see their ads and that type of thing. Um, But there's also quite a few different like, you know, new metrics like uh, that you can't get from from Google or that are pretty difficult to find uh, unless you're looking at your own analytics. And that's like the the, the split of um, mobile versus desktop. There's a lot of keywords that are highly, highly desktop. And I mean, we hear a lot about how everything's moving mobile. And it's true there's a lot of mobile there's a lot of searches that are very very mobile and so you want to make sure that you have a mobile first experience but there's also a lot of searches that are very desktop centric and it and, and you know so you know broadly for the paint with a broad brush you know people tend to make um, purchases on their desktops more often than they make purchases uh, on on mobile and so the um the keywords that are that are um uh desktop heavy tend to be more transactional and stuff so um these are the types of metrics that we have in, in our in our along with our stuff how much mobile is there um how many how many clicks uh, or what percent of clicks go to ads versus um organic which which percent of keywords uh, or which percent of searches um don't get clicked at all right there's a lot of uh, a lot of things that are just sort of answered in the snippet and so you have um, you know, kind of this opportunity to do um, on-SERP optimization and instead of on-page optimization.
1: So so this is amazing stuff. And I, I just wanted to, like, maybe bring this back to a very practical example. Like, say, for instance, I am a plumber in Los Angeles and or maybe even uh you know, bring this down to a suburb, I'm, I'm in Westlake Village in Los Angeles and I'm trying to beat out, I go, I go in and I search and I see in paid search in an organic, I can see who is showing up at the top of the search engines and I just want to beat them out. I mean, how do I practically, Like, what kind of things uh, besides keywords or is that really like the place to start? What, what is the, the process that I go through within a, a, a competitor intelligence tool like yours?
0: Okay so there's a a very simple straightforward process there's okay so there's there's a few places to start it kind of depends whether whether you're um whether you've been around for a while or whether you're trying to um uh whether you're trying to start from scratch but um but kind of a a a, a one of those one of these things that like works for everybody right cuz your mileage may vary on a lot of tips that I can give but but one thing that like basically always works is Um, is a process of improving your existing content. Um, And we have this section on SpyFu called Top Pages. What Top Pages does is it shows you your competitor, it shows you any website's most trafficked pages. Um, And so when you're you're looking at like which content um, of your competitors is doing a good job of actually getting SEO traffic, uh, you know, you can use top pages to do that. So you just type in their site and we're going to immediately show you their top most graphic content. But um, you can apply that same idea to your own site. And, um, and what you do is you go to this, this thing called top pages. You put in your own site. We're going to show you your top your own top content. And what I want you to do is look at that content and we show you the title and we also show you the top keywords in that, uh, that, 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 that piece of content ranks on, right? So I want you to make sure that the top keyword that's driving the most traffic to your site is actually in the title. It's a really fast audit. You, you make sure it's in your title and then you make sure that it's in your H1. Then the next thing that I want you to do is take that same keyword. So let's say that that keyword was plumbing repair Tacoma, right? And Uh, And so you want to take that plumbing repair Tacoma and type that in to the filter on this top pages tool and see if there's any other pieces of content that also rank on that same keyword or variations of that keyword. And then I want you to either get rid of that content, redirect that content, combine that content into the other piece of content, or do a cross-link. It's a decision that you make based on what you're looking at in the content, but when you've got, when you've got various different pieces of content all pointing to the same, uh, all ranking on the same uh, topic, um, you wanna combine all that stuff. Generally speaking, you wanna combine it all into one mega sort of um, authoritative piece of content. Um, so that's a process that can work for, for everybody that has anything that's existing.
1: That's, that's That sounds great. And so basically, putting it another way, then, you're taking uh, the tool, you're using it to reverse engineer the content of your competitors, and you're writing uh, lots of content into kind of a content pillar or a content theme, you maybe want to call it, uh, on on various subjects. So for this plumber, they may have, you know they may see oh okay they've they're talking about slab leaks or they're talking about mm-hmm. leaky faucets and so I'm going to write all these these articles or have my team write all these articles and have them all kind of linked together and then obviously that that will help you on the SEO perspective. Uh, if you do something like that, you should get similar results to to the uh, you know this competing site. But I mean, we know as SEOs that's not the only ingredient. Like, obviously, content's really right. important, and putting together content themes uh, is something that's 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 really really important. And uh, you know, obviously, can't emphasize that more to people out there. And of course, Google's talking all about you know user intent and answering all the questions. Does Does your tool mm-hmm. like tell people what kinds of uh, content to write at different levels in the, in the, in the buyer journey or in the, in the funnel.
0: Yeah. So that's like kind of the next step, right? Um, so, um, so, and I, I'm kind of focused on this, improving your own content, uh, your own, your own content. So, so you're, you're talking about just a second ago, you're talking about building a whole bunch of, uh, of content. And when you're building a whole bunch of content, you have a basic idea. You have a goal in mind right? I want this piece of content to rank for, what did you say? Foundation leak or something like that? Slab leak? Okay. So I want this content to rank for slab leak. You post the content and you know how it is, right? Like there's almost like a rule. Um, it's like a power curve rule. Uh, you publish a hundred pieces of content. You're not going to have, um, like a bell curve of content. It's not like, it's not like, um, you know, like, let's say you're not going to have like an average of a hundred clicks and that, and, and these things don't vary very much. Like, it's going to be something like you're going to have three pieces of content or five pieces of content that get like, you know, 5,000 clicks per month. And you're going to have 50 pieces of content that get like six clicks per month. Right. So I want you to focus on those, on those, on those, con- uh, on those unicorn pieces of content that actually that actually stuck and I want you to improve those, right? That's the that's the way to, to do it because you know you can fight what Google is saying, like, but if they like a piece of content, you want to make them like it more, right? Just just double down on those pieces of content. And so the next step is you go through those those big, you know, those winning pieces of content and find um, any questions that you didn't ask, add videos to this piece of con- these pieces of content. Just pile everything that you have into those big winners. And, uh, and, and unfortunately it is a numbers game. You kind of have to just produce a bunch of pieces of content and then see what happens. But, uh, but my recommendation is to, is to sort of ride the wave of what Google is giving you on those, as opposed to, Sticking with your original plan and trying to rank it on whatever you want to rank it on. You want to rank it on what Google is, unless it's like completely different and completely out of line with what you're, uh, what you're trying to rank for. So with machine learning,
1: uh, and maybe I'm just saying this in a different way, but, but Google's machine learning is basically saying who the winner is. Mm -hmm. And so what we're doing is kind of reverse engineering, um, using your tool to identify which keywords are most important and then, basically creating something that's even better than what is number one right now. So that's right. Um, yeah. Like in the past, I think we used to look at, at content as text, but now that's all changed and uh, and it's, it's much more video and images or it just depends really on the industry um, mm-hmm. that people are consuming content in, in a different way. Does, does the tool tell you um, that this, this content has videos and, and images or how many images and things like that? Or, it's just really focused on the text side of things. Uh,
0: well, Spicy doesn't like look at the content and tell you whether or not there what, what's what's in the uh, what's in the other content or within the winning content um, yet. Uh, something that I've been certainly looking at, um, trying to reverse engineer everything that Google does, but um, uh, but that's like we what we do is we sort of prioritize. The list and, and, and say, you know, here's what you, here's the stuff that you want to try to improve right now. Um, and in our tests, that sort of making sure that the title tag and the H1 tag has your most important keyword in it, um, that tends to get you about one to one and a half. It's actually about 1.4 positions um, that that'll increase. We've done that on about, I don't know, 25 pieces of content. And, uh, and, and we've actually sort of documented our own results. And, um, and 1.4 positions doesn't seem like a lot, right. But every position that you move up, it gets you about, uh, about 30% more clicks on that keyword. So when you're looking at a keyword where you're getting, you know, 500 clicks, you're going to get like 200, 200 more. So and, kind of,
1: and that it's is the it's t- t- that that hanging fruit as well. It's oh, so yeah. easy to do that.
0: Yeah. Oh, it takes, it takes two minutes. Yeah, and, and you just can constantly do it. You just As you're producing content, you see what's happened and you make sure that you have those, those really basic optimizations. But then the other stuff where you see other pieces of content kind of where you're seeing, where you're looking at cross-linking or canonicalization op, uh, opportunities. You know, like if you've got one of these um, unicorn pieces of content getting in any way cannibalized by like some crappy, you know, piece of content way down your curve, even if it's a great piece of content and you love it, you got to combine it, you know, pull everything in or, or deoptimize that other one. So I know, uh, I mean, these are great tips on
1: SEO. I, 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 wanted to just jump over to PPC now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Google ads, uh, Bing ads, things like that. So, um, tell, maybe tell the audience a little bit about like, what you could, what kind of intelligence you can get on, on the paid side.
0: So at the top level, we have, we've been collecting data for 14 years. Um, so, um, and so what we have is, uh, for every, for every website in existence, about 99.0, oh, about 99.7% of, of, of companies, we have their entire AdWords campaign from beginning to end. And, uh, and so you can see every ad that they've ever written. And, uh, and every ad that they ran as a test against it, and every win and loss and win and loss. So if you think of you know, a company that's been around for a really long time in, in, in internet years, like Groupon, we've been collecting data for six years before they were a company. So you can see the very first ad that they wrote, written you know, by their CEO in the early days. And then you can see uh, the A, the B, the C, all the way through like, it's way past Z. It's something like, I don't even know how we, 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 code them. I think it's like B E or something, you know, like you sort of roll around the alphabet there's like uh, like 52 variants or something that we see. And, uh, and that's real important because, uh, seeing all that history is useful because people tend to make mistakes. Um, uh, the costly mistakes early in their ad campaigns, right? There's keywords that they buy that they spend a lot of money on and then they pull. And those are the types of things that you can avoid by looking at like, ideally you want to look at, you know, big competitors, big national competitors. Those are really useful to look at. Even if you're a small um, local business, uh, you want to look at um, people that are inspirational, that are doing a great job um, and that have an engine and a team and a whole process. And you can leverage, you know, their million dollars a day and spend um, to your niche.
1: That so that's an amazing asset to have is like basically they've made all the mistakes. They've spent the money. Don't make the same mistakes. Look at the history. Um, so that's, hu- that's huge. And um, I'd love to speak to you uh, more about all of these topics. <laughs> I know we don't have a huge amount of time and I did want to like jump into where you see things going in the market today. Like any trends that you uh, at Spy are like really focusing on that you think uh, could be, you know, helpful to, to our average listener.
0: So trends wise from the industry, um, you know, some things that you need to sort of think about are um, obviously you've got um, these, these sort of zero click searches where, where basically um, people do, you know, the the answers, uh, the question is answered on, on the SERP. Right, so um, so there's strategies to deal with that. Um, and and by the way, um, zero search searches are actually coming. Where if you type in something like I don't know, like weather, it'll answer it right in the suggest box. <laughs> you know, so so certain things are going to go away. And these are kind of like the broad things that everybody um, you know wants to think about from a tools perspective. From like what we focus on, it's. Um, you know, SpyFu is this massive repository that's unlimited uh, data, right? You can you can use Spy food all you like and do all the research that you can possibly do, and it's an all-you-can-eat tool for $39 a month. Um, and we focused on having the richest data that we can possibly have for a long time. And uh, And one thing that I'm focused on right now is making sure that things that we give you, that we actually give you straight-up recommendations, actions that you can take today and actually prioritize those actions by like how easy they are for you to do and how effective they're going to be. And that's kind of, um, that's where I see us focusing our time in like, let's say the next, uh, over the course of the next like three years, we're, we're making, making the product have an opinion uh, and, uh, and give you actionable recommendations right now.
1: That would be uh, super helpful. So basically, like a, a plan of action for uh, each uh, insight, or one insight that you get for for each uh, item that you you kind mm-hmm. of uncover like for those those um, you know for the other sites that people are looking at or the competitors. Um, I know we're running out of time, so I just want to ask you, like, what kinds of blogs, videos, uh, resources do you go to uh, typically? You know to get your information about the industry and about digital marketing.
0: Oh, you know, I follow kind of like the standard I, I get a lot of stuff from Twitter, I suppose. I've got a relatively curated uh, group of people that uh, that share things that I find insightful. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of um, uh, I'm personally kind of into into AI and machine learning. there's a few um there's a few podcasts, there's a podcast that's uh, that's uh, that's quite good if you guys are into that type of stuff. But obviously, you know, my goal is to essentially like reverse engineer Google uh, and apply like machine learning to figure out how to give you the right answers and the insights based on truly, truly petabytes of data. Um, and so um, so I, 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 I don't spend quite as much time like learning about marketing trends as I spend about how to make answers out of huge amounts of data.
1: Mike Roberts, it's been an unbelievable pleasure having you uh, join us today. You've got such a lot of insight. You're one of the pioneers in uh, digital marketing, done an incredible job with your company. If uh, any of our listeners wanted to get hold of you or follow you uh, or learn more about uh, SpyFu, where should they go?
0: I'm Mike at SpyFu.com. I'm at Mr. Spy, M-R-Spy on Twitter. Um, I'm Sporktopus on Reddit. Oh, and you can look me up by by just typing in SpyFu and finding the CEO on LinkedIn. Well, thank you so much for your time today.
1: It was a real pleasure speaking to you. And we appreciate uh, all the insights and and great information that you've uh, given all our listeners.
0: it's been my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Digital Breakthroughs, featuring experts in all the areas of cutting edge digital marketing. Digital Breakthroughs is hosted by Bernard May, CEO of leading social media and digital marketing agency, National Positions, located online at nationalpositions.com.